0: What's going on, America? It's your boy Sherman Obed here once again on what's the word, entertainment. Glad to have you guys aboard. Once again, thank you for joining in. Obed, what's going on? Good to see you, my friend, how is it?
1: Living that dream, bro, living that dream. You know how it is. How are you doing, sir?
0: Yeah, man, I'm chilling like a villain on penicillin. You already know what it is. Hi, yo. <laughs> Glad to be back in action after about a week, about a week off. So here, better everyone, uh, this week is going well. We are in uh, February now, which is crazy. 2021, you know, things are hopefully getting better soon. 2020 has been gone, is gone. So hopefully things will be a lot better this year, but let's get into it, Dan. dude. I want to talk about a couple of off topic, you no know, less off topic things we want to, you want to call it. First up, dude, I know you're a big international soccer dude, obed I want to talk about your boy, Lionel Messi. Ooh. So his contract apparently leaked out. And I, I guess I didn't know that this was a thing. Like this is a big issue that they don't generally talk about. Their soccer players contracts like that like like they do in american sports like football and basketball it's like breaking news when someone signs a hundred million dollar deal in the u.s but apparently this is like a big deal and someone's like in real real trouble but the biggest thing about this dude was the the money the money is insane to say messi is getting paid is an understatement so now they brought the numbers out in pounds. So I did the calculation. He makes five hundred fifty-five million dollars in change in pounds, which equates to six hundred and seventy-two million six hundred ninety-eight thousand one hundred thirty-seven dollars in change. Yeah, <laughs> over four years. So this we talked about. Mahomes having the biggest contract in sports history. No, Mahomes got five hundred million for ten years.
1: That's not even guaranteed.
0: Right, this yeah. dude is making 672 million and change over four years, which, which is about 100, is almost a little over 167 million a year. Uh. I, I, I don't even know what to say about that, Obed. <laughs> this is insane.
1: Well, you know, you have to understand the the lev the grab one again. While the NFL might be the uh, premier as far as what people think of on the books as the most expensive uh, uh, league, that's Mm -hmm. a sham. That's a lie because Mm -hmm. there's no way you're outpacing if one guy on a team of over 23 people is making almost a billion dollars. Somebody in that organization signed his check and said, I'm going to give you a billion dollars. So you would have to think you as an organization have to be worth more than a few or four, maybe even $10 billion to just sign almost a billion of it away to one guy over four years. Right. And, you know, this is this is international rules. Football is not is not this it's this is how it is guys go through a thing called a transfer fee Mm -hmm. where in order to buy them away from a team you might have to drop 272 million dollars or 280 million pounds you know what Mm -hmm. I mean in order to get that guy that guy just to come with individuals like Neymar people know these names people like Cristiano Ronaldo, Mesut Ozil right these guys had huge transfers and hundreds of millions of dollars and then we're talking about they make a house a week Right. These are these are like baseball player numbers. It's like having multiple Alex Rodriguez's on your roster.
0: And I said pounds when I should have said euros. But still, this, the, the, the money that they're making, I mean, yeah. I mean, we know soccer and, of course, international football is the biggest sport in the world. You know, yeah. it doesn't come close to obviously. Football is just an American sport. You yeah. know, basketball is worldwide, but obviously not as big. But say so this is the biggest one, and of all the endorsements Messi gets, oh, bad, I'm sure he's making well over a billion dollars a year. He's, a, a, he's or, a or Pepsi, worldwide.
1: British Airways, uh, you know, Heineken. He's in all Lay's potato chips. He's in all this stuff and stuff that we don't even see because it's in another country.
0: Right, right, exactly. So I just can't. It's just amazing that someone can get 167 million a year. Yeah, is dude that's just wild like this dude's making it rain everywhere he goes you know? uh, easily
1: i mean when you look watch these guys leave it's funny because you'll see you'll hear the story of marshawn lynch leaving practice and racing guys out of the seattle seahawks facility and mm-hmm. it'd be like oh marshawn lynch wrecked his like brand new camaro the guys that leave not even the top tier guys in international football are leaving the training facility in Lagos like lamborghini mercy and that's the tuesday drive like stop it like yes and the thing is the nfl is going to move this way when they realize if you want it's funny they say in america if you want to make money you got to spend money yet these huge conglomerates give out pennies to the players and think that they're going to somehow make more money off of them without spending anything like these teams like i said you're going to spend a billion you know you're getting a billion back over that four years Mm-hmm. just in the records ticket sales just in right. uh the the sales for the jerseys alone you know mm-hmm. the endorsements the, the features for these guys like the money is all there it's just not spread around the way that you think it should be uh
0: in american sport right it's just it's stupid money that they that they make man 100 percent. it's crazy um Another news sad to say that our beloved actor well some some of a beloved actor oh from saved by the bell dustin diamond who played screech Uh, passed away at the age of 44. He had suffered from lung cancer. He was in stage, I think he was in stage four if I'm not mistaken, and he kind of just uh, just prog- I kind of just progressed over the last few weeks and months, so that was rough, man. But, man, it started, so condolences out to his, him and his family and all that. Uh, but, man, it made me think about, dude, say by the Bell was just a, such a classic show growing up as a kid, you know, in the 90s. So kind of made me think about, like, dude, what's kind of one of your favorite shows when you, when you were growing up? What did you, like, enjoy watching on, like, a let's say, Saturday morning, I don't know if it was Saturday morning cartoons or, you know, night, nights through, through the, throughout the week the weekdays? What was one of your favorite shows as a kid Obed?
1: Man, Saturday morning. I did watch cartoons. I mean, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles was one of them. But Ooh, then you could, day. you know, you could watch, you could watch WCW on Saturday mornings. I mean, I can tell <laughs> you, like, you know, just uh, as a person who immigrated to the United States, I picked up as a kid, picked up a lot of what America is about. Not reading books, watching TV. You couldn't tell me the greatest <laughs> American in the world wasn't Ric Flair.
0: Ooh! Ooh! <laughs> they Exude
1: the American spirit right there. Uh, man, they was. So, are you afraid of the dark? I mean, that was.
0: Ooh we still forgot oh i forgot you know about I mean, it. like that's a good one
1: shows. yeah the are real monsters doug you know what i mean like they just Ooh. hey dude all these it's just wild wild good that shows was, out there from the 90s man
0: that was a good one yeah i mean i watched all the nickelodeon stuff too say about I me mean, like i said say by the bell was up there family matters mm. you know um that was up there too Rider. Oh, my man said Ghost Rider Perfect Strangers was a dope one. It was funny too. What? (laughs) My man man Balky, yes. (laughs) Shout out to my man Balky. Oh my God. And of course, later on, you know, Martin Fresh Prince is still by far my all time favorite. Um, I can recite lines from that dude. To me, it's the greatest sitcom of all time um you, know, you I mean? know
1: something that i used to watch in the 90s that you're not supposed to be watching as a kid i used to watch a lot of hbo i was a Key kid oh. growing up i used to watch a lot of hbo bro you know. arliss was a great show uh oz i know you're not supposed to be watching that the wire <laughs> you're not supposed to be watching that
0: you know what's so funny i i i've seen about two the first two or three episodes of The wire never watched anymore i just i need really? to just do it dude. everyone keeps saying yo you bug it, you bug it, you gotta watch the yeah. wire I'll, don't worry, folks! I will get to it eventually. Please don't hate me. I will get to it eventually.
1: <laughs> yeah, might, um, we might have to do like a, an extra segment where we talk about an episode of the Wire every week. Let's put it on the bottom. We'll oh, think about got
0: it. him! <laughs> All right, then moving along. Um, some good news came out uh, this past week, kind of bringing us back to some old days. EA Sports and has announced that they will be bringing back NCAA football. To the video game platform dude it is big news if anyone who is a fan of, fan of that game they are excited like me i mean i used to buy that game every single season they last time i think they had it was what back, back when uh Gennaro robinson of michigan was on the cover um
1: 2014 maybe
0: yeah i think it was even 2013 but it was the 2014 edition but man it's just crazy it's about time another another question that's what now we talked about favorite show what was your favorite video game growing growing up? Because dude, I Ooh. had some great ones on Nintendo, Super Nintendo man. I mean, I remember playing Street Fighter was dope. You know what I mean? Yeah,
1: I was a huge Street Fighter head, dude. Fighter, I was a Street Fighter Street
0: Fighter two Turbo was dope. It was Super Nintendo. Okay, okay,
1: okay with Tomahawk and yeah. all those other there, okay. Dude. I was I was all about Street Fighter Two Championship Edition because mm. I loved me some Vega. I don't know what it was about Street Fighter. I only played with one good guy. That was Ken. And then I played with all the bad guys. Saga, uh, Akuma, Vega. Vega Dude. just because he had the, the claw and it would inflict so much more damage. You could jump on the, on the, uh, the, the cage. Uh, the cage. I just <laughs> hang on with the cage most of the game. <laughs>
0: Dude, my girl, my girl was Chung Lee all day. So I, yep, yep, you know, yep. I went straight murder people with Chung but, button mashing. Yeah, um, Do Metal remember. Gear
1: Solid, Final dude, Fantasy. That's
0: a good one. Dude, going back to Nintendo, Excite Bike was dope. Excite like uh, you, so do
1: you, you remember uh nba i don't know if it was nba live i don't know if it was it wasn't nba jam it was like nba cool. live on snes on so super nintendo and they didn't have the rights to have you play as michael jordan but they had character 99 on the bulls and every yo. time you went to dunk with him it would <laughs> stop swivel the camera was still around him all the lights would go off and then he would do the <laughs> jordan symbol and then he would dunk
0: <laughs> yo i remember that jordan was in never, and it was never in any video game including nba jam yep. you the two play. It was Pippen and I. I don't know if it was Rodman with him. No, if it was Kurt, I can't remember.
1: I think it was but, Tony Kukoc.
0: Okay, it was Kukoc, dude. Jordan was never in any game, no. dude. That made me so mad. Obviously, as a, one of the biggest Jordan fans, I was so so tight about that. Like I could never get <laughs> in the game. Oh man, yeah. dude, there was so many. I mean, going from that, people. I know.
1: It was a sports. It's in the game.
0: <laughs> dude, I'm excited for this. I'm definitely excited for this, man. Um, and some other news. Uh, I don't know if you saw this. Shaq, you know, obviously, he's a big business dude. He owns so many different shops and businesses. One of his. stop. He <laughs> got Papa John's and all that. One of his Krispy Kreme locations out in Atlanta caught on fire, so I was like, "Dude, I was wondering, you think anybody tried to run in there real quick and save some of those donuts?" Because one hundred percent, because Krispy Kreme is, you know, as as uh, Chris Rock, uh, Chris Rock said, "Something, something's up with Krispy Kreme. Them dudes must be made of crack or PCP or something." <laughs> dude, start <laughs> calling it Cracky cream because them things are uh, too good, you know. One hundred
1: percent, I will say that the Krispy Kreme raspberry filled icing icing on the outside is my, one of my favorite donuts ever.
0: Dude, Krispy Kreme is straight crack, man. I don't know, what is that one of your favorite snacks or treats that you like you like to eat?
1: I would say 100%. I do, I am a bit of a donut person. Uh, so, okay. you know, first time I immigrated to the US, we lived in uh, Alexandria, Virginia. Shout out to Alexandria, Virginia. There is a Krispy Kreme. It still stands there to this day. That's on route one. I used to go, as soon as I remember when I first got like my first paycheck, I drove out there. We didn't even live in the air anymore. I drove out there and I just got a rack of them. I got an entire just put, put twelve in them. I don't care. <laughs> I just got my paycheck from the park authority. I'm one worth $150 right now. Let's go. Oh, Going <laughs> <laughs> go in and go a donuts like
0: like like Homer Simpson or out eat. Exactly, exactly. <laughs>
1: Obviously, you know, when you think you're ball, you're buying nonsense when you're young. Oh yeah. Um, dude, day. let me some donuts. Let me some. I got the the sort sort. I love the little like fruit gummies, man. I love the little fruit Ooh, gummies. Them all, all day
0: dude i gotta say my favorite i would just say my my, even just my favorite dessert is from is cheesecake but it's a a specific cheesecake it comes from junior's restaurant anyone from new york from brooklyn especially knows juniors it's the red velvet cheesecake first of all junior's cheesecake in general is straight fire straight cracked and fuego dude best Mm. cheesecake there is you're not beating it fire I'll smack anybody who says different, okay? But, dude, you mix that with the red velvet, oh, my God. There he goes again. Yo, dude, I'm telling you, it's, that junk is amazing. Best dessert there is. I won't eat any other king. I don't eat no birthday cake. I don't eat no tres leches. None of, none, of, none of that, okay? Straight red velvet cheesecake from Junior. Shout out to Junior's Restaurant, dude. I'm telling you. <laughs> speaking, and speaking of New York, they just announced that governor Cuomo uh, is going to re- start op- reopening uh, certain venues at 10% capacity with a, with, a, with when it, these are ven- the venues that have at least 10,000, can hold 10,000 people or more. So the Brooklyn Nets will be reopening. I think starting February 23rd, this goes obviously from, you know, um, that's, a, that's the Barclays, of course. Then you got Madison square garden for the Knicks and the, and the Rangers and things like that Yankee stadium, the Mets, and all that. I mean, Are we going to get to a point, Obed, where just every venue is just going to be eventually be open or is this kind of slow progress just going to continue for quite some time? Are we going to have limited capacity for, I guess, the near future?
1: I think it's going to be a limited capacity situation until the near future, until we yeah, okay. really, you know, we, we have individuals getting vaccinated, the vaccine is getting rolled out, you know, shout out to the uh, Biden-Harris administration for, you know, putting together mm. a plan and getting these doses out there so that people can start getting vaccinated, you know, frontline workers, teachers, uh, caregivers, individuals who work in school system, people who work at uh, essential businesses, you know, and as we see people start to get vaccinated, that's going to allow us to have that feeling of safety that we can get people back into certain places like the problem is we don't have anything to keep us from continuing to to pass the transmission of covid position of the coronavirus and having a vaccine will help to give people that sense of security that it's okay to finally be in closed quarters in in uh restaurants in buildings and per general I think it's a good thing. I've never been a fan of the complete shutdown. I think that, Mm -hmm. you know, when you look at other countries, uh, I have a friend who's currently out in Australia right now. Shout out to Jared. Uh, You know, he's out there with his lovely fiance, Emma, and they're sending me pictures of them. Out at bars, out at restaurants, out at breweries, you know, on the beach, living mm. the dream, playing, playing, you know, she signed up for a basketball league and she's out there playing uh, with other random people, right? Like here, that would be a complete violation. You'd be concerned about catching COVID from someone, but right. they figured out a way to make it work. And we just need to do, put the things in place so that we can get back to
0: normal. Right. I, th- I think I'll hundred percent agree with you. Yeah. I think we need to get back to some sense of normalcy. I mean, we can't just be on this straight lockdown forever. And I, mean, I think it, it's a slow initiative, you know, but it it's something that just needs to be done over time. And I, yes, I think it's going to be at a limited capacity for quite some time, especially in certain States like New York, California, where they had high cases. So I'm glad to see it kind of starting to reopen a, hoping it goes faster but again we'll see how that goes um speaking of also in in, uh, new york kind of want to touch on some quick nba news um the knicks actually have acquired derrick rose who was with the knicks some time ago a few years back and and every time i I hear derrick rose's name come up obed i just kind of think about what if what could have been if he never tears his acl I think what back in 2008 was with the in the Bulls playoffs in that game one against Philadelphia. And they actually lose to the they were the number one seed. They lose to the number eight seed of Philadelphia 76ers after Rose goes out. I'm just saying, like, man, what could have been? I think he's the youngest guy to ever win the MVP honors, or he was at the time. I mean, this dude was dynamic and explosive. And ever since his injuries, it's just he's just not the same. all the surgeries he's had and everything it's i just can't imagine what could have been what could the bulls have been with rose and uh, joe kim noah and those in that group
1: i mean they had a great roster of people like kirk heinrich on that team as well and then i you know i mean they just had they had Carlos boozer carlos boozer they had the 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 roster full of guys that they needed to you know make noise especially in the east that featured a guy like lebron james a young lebron james at that mm-hmm. um you know i it's it was unfortunate you really you think of the, the little wayne song sky was the limit for him because he the 2009 rookie of the year two years later he wins the mvp three-time all-star in his career you know it just he got derailed by injury you know it's it's, mm-hmm. it's unfortunate story yeah, that we've heard t- long 2012
0: and I, and I said 2000 he was 2000 he got drafted in 08 he toured it in 2012 yeah, yeah. It's just like, man, I, I always just... Wonder like what could have been with Rose and that and that scene. If he doesn't tear the ACL, then I think he tears his meniscus after he's had a bunch of surgeries. A
1: bone injury was the last time he played for the Bulls, and then went on to you know be just mm-hmm. shot around all over the place. And start to come back. I mean, the reason that they picked him up, the Knicks picked him up. I think he's like the number two scorer coming off the bench in the league right now. But wise and averaging like fourteen points a game coming off mm-hmm. the bench. That's really good, you know. If right. he he had a you know his first like fifty point game in a long time a few years ago, started crying yeah. on the court because it felt like mm-hmm. he was finally back. You know, he could right. do things that his body used to be able to do. Mm-hmm. So, you know, all the, the sky's still the limit if he can keep himself together.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, also in the league, they're actually trying to um, get an all-star game going. A lot of players, some players, even including LeBron James, aren't really 100% on board with it, you know? So I'm trying to I'm just like, man, is this a good thing or a bad thing? And even trying to put a dunk contest in at halftime, is it a good thing or a bad thing to have an all-star game amid this whole coronavirus pandemic, things like that going on?
1: Depends on what kind of all-star game we're talking about here. Are you going to talk about a bubbled all-star game? Or are you going to talk about all-star weekend, all-star hangouts, random people all over the place, you know, parties all the time. And then we all come together at the end to do the all-star weekend stuff and just have a super spreader event over an entire weekend. Is that what we're talking about? Or are we talking about like, because it's not the all-star game. If these guys just get together and play, it can feel like it. It could give that appearance of it, but right, you know, right, I don't right. know how close to what we expected it's going to be.
0: Yeah, I mean, I don't think if they do have an all-star game, if it's going to be full capacity you know, with celebrities and things like that, I don't think it's going to be the normal normal type of all-star game that we're used yeah. to seeing. Yeah. But, I mean, it's good that they're trying to, let's say, get back to some sense of normalcy. Again, I mean, they did it
1: last year, right? They did the all-star game last year.
0: Yeah, but this was before the height of COVID. Remember, the all-star game is in February. I think they shut down. I think it was, what, March, if I'm not mistaken. So that's yeah. so that's kind of why they were able to have it. Luckily, they were able to have it. So this was kind of before Things kind of went to went to lentil crap, you know, in 2020. So that's why I say that it kind of went through. So we'll see how that goes. Let's move on to some NFL news and action. Of course, we got a lot to talk about. Joining us this week um, is our returning guest, Chris from Philadelphia. Good to have you aboard, sir. Now we're gonna go into the Super Bowl uh, discussion. Of of course, we'll get to that later. Quickly, let's kind of talk about some things that happened a few weeks ago. Um, I I guess the biggest one of the biggest trades so far has been involving former Lions quarterback Matthew Stafford going over to the Rams um, for quarterback Jared Goff and a slew of picks. So, um, Chris, I'll start with you first. Thank you for joining once again, of course. Um, What do you say about this? How I mean, who really won in this deal? And, you know, and and really, how can each quarterback perform well in, in their current situation?
2: Um, I actually think it's pretty a pretty even swap in my opinion. Actually, I think in the very short term, as in the next year or two, uh, the Rams are now a uh, Super Bowl contender, possibly even a favorite coming out of uh, their division, um, out of the conference. Excuse me. Um, but in the long term, when you look at Detroit, got a slew of picks, like you said. So along with that, see what they do this year in the draft. I think you can fairly say that both teams made out pretty well here.
0: Yeah, and I mean, look, just looking at what they, they acquired, the Lions got two first-round picks and a third, and and golf, and the Rams just got Stafford. I think I think the Rams are a hundred percent a Super Bowl contender with Stafford at the helm. I mean, can can he finally win a a championship Obed? Because, you know, Stafford has been, you know, I think Joel, one of our guests had talked about it before as he's a Lions fan. He, he just was never surrounded by any sort of pure talent ever since Megatron has been gone out and the defense has been terrible this entire time. Now he has a legitimate top tier defense and not the best defense in the league surrounding him. And there has been rumors that a lot of uh, players, including some of his even former teammates have been calling up Stafford like, yo, we want to hit, we want to beat up, be uh, be with you in LA. So what's good. So Obed, can Stafford will actually win a championship now that he's in LA?
1: I mean, anything's possible, but I don't think he's going to win one. I mean, it's, listen, the NFC is just a very, very, very tough division, tough conference to play and come out of, um, you know, and it being a COVID season kind of gave some teams the edge versus others. Uh, now we'll have a regular season, you know, heaven forbid will be the next time the NFL we see the NFL will be after everybody gets vaccinated or most of the most enough for there to be herd immunity for everybody to come back to normal. They'll be able to have a normal off season. Now that will allow him to mesh well with some of the best supporting cast. He's seen the about one of the best defenses he played across from, and mm-hmm. also some of the smartest coaching that he'll have around him uh, since the, uh, uh you know the pre uh the pre matt d- patricia um, pre, sorry jim Col- call the jim caldwell pre dumbass days uh, uh <laughs> matt, matt dumbass patricia um <laughs> but no i mean he the, the chance is there but it's not going to be easy for him coming out of the west and coming out of the nfc
0: right 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 so i mean i think they've got it still got a good squad they probably pick up a couple more draft picks so we'll see i mean he's gonna more uh, free agents excuse me so we'll see how that goes um other expected news that, which is probably what the league is going to uh, we waiting on Allen Pins and to uh, hear is that the retirement of Saints quarterback Drew Brees is expected per co-head coach Sean Payton sometime soon. Um, Obed, could they really leave, you know, could they go far with Jameis Winston at the helm? Because I believe Sean Payton, I think it's all in on Jameis Winston, if I'm not mistaken, Obed. And I think, oh, can't hear you. Yep, oh, there you go.
1: There we go. I do believe that they're going to be all in uh, with Jameis Winston. Uh, You know, obviously DB made a comment about how they didn't play him as much. uh, And I think it's just because they want to take the opportunity to get him acclimated, to give him time. And also, we knew that this was going to be Drew Brees last year. So we're going to we're not going to start that nonsense with, uh, oh, you know, we've got a young, healthy quarterback here. Why are you starting Drew Brees? This is Drew Brees' year to do whatever he's going to do and let him go out on his own flame uh again this is a quarterback and Jameis Winston who's young I think 25 years old through 5,000 yards last year if he comes out here with that kind of cast around him with that kind of defense I think Sean Payton can fix some of the issues that he had I mean yes Bruce Arians was okay you know for him as a coach but a guy who's not teaching Ball possession, ball security. The guy who's not teaching, uh, you know, taking shots that you need to take versus taking shots that you have to take because the the offense we run dictates downfield throwing. You know, and my God, getting LASIK surgery so he can actually see straight. Uh, you know, <laughs> that, I think that, that helps. Going to be a difference maker for him.
0: Yeah. I think, I think seeing actually helps. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> you know, uh, Chris, I wanted to talk about uh, another topic with you since you're in Philadelphia and we've kind of mentioned, touched on this before um, the Eagles are expected to trade Carson Wentz uh, pretty soon. So in your opinion, where does he end up?
2: I think there's a couple options. I think the obvious one to everyone would be in Indianapolis with Frank, Wright. Uh, that's when right. Carson Wentz had his best year, 2017 MVP type uh, season. Uh, until he got hurt. Right. Um, and we all know what has happened since then. So I think that's the obvious answer for him. Um, but I, you know, I think actually an, a dark horse here might actually be the Jets too. Um, I, I don't think that they're sold on Sam, Sam, Darnold. Um I don't even think that they're sold on getting a, a quarterback in this uh, top, you know, three, four pick they might have. They might actually be able to uh, build around a piece like, Carson Wentz, and you know, get it, get a better tackle, maybe get a playmaker. You know, maybe pull one of the three receivers from Alabama that are going in the first round. Um, I think, <laughs> I think that could be a dark horse, but I'm, I'm leaning towards Indianapolis.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm leaning toward Indy as well, just because of that reason. He can meet up with his old offensive coordinator there. Um, I don't think he'll end up in, in New York. I think, um, I, I just, I just don't. I think he could end up, like I said, end up in Indianapolis. Um, I think the matter the point the problem is that his is his contract he's got to go somewhere where they can fulfill that contract well bet I know you've talked about this a couple times on this show so we, we won't we won't drag it out but the contract plays a big part of where he's going to go right
1: yeah I agree and that's why I feel like he could probably end up in Chicago I mean we'll put him with Matt Nagy and you know, a quarterbacks coach from that team give him an opportunity to uh stay in a game system that he's known they they run you know that uh Doug Pedersen, Andy Reid style of offense, uh, but again, huge contract, and really, I mean, at this point, I don't know why people aren't in Wentz's camp talking about restructuring that contract, because he just doesn't, hasn't earned that money and doesn't deserve it.
2: Right, but, right. You know, I think they want him out of the NFC, that's why I was leaning towards AFC teams, just so you guys know. Gotcha, it okay,
0: all right. Makes right, we'll see how it goes there. Um, the 2021 Hall of Fame class was actually announced the other day, leading, led by some studs, I mean, Peyton Manning, Charles Woodson, Calvin Johnson, and I mean, this is probably one of the best Hall of Fame classes we've had in a long time. Would you guys, Would you guys agree? Feel free to jump in wherever you. But man, this is this list is just it's just out of control, right?
2: <laughs> Don't forget about Pearson from the Cowboys. It took him a while to get in, but
0: he was a stud. <laughs> Drew Pearson. Yeah, I mean, he's obviously older player there, but man, this class is, I think, phenomenal. I mean, we all knew, I mean, Peyton Manning was going to get in, even in Charles Woodson. Is, is anyone surprised by the Calvin Johnson uh, uh, pick right there, even though he didn't really accomplish much like success, you know, as far as winning, you know, playoff games and things like that?
2: Not at all. Not at all. I mean, he, I, in my opinion, Calvin Johnson's a top five receiver in league history. Um, and if he wasn't for, and just like Barry Sanders, a top five running back in history, if they don't didn't happen to both be drafted by the Detroit Lions, <laughs> they might have gone down as the best of all time at their respective positions.
0: Right, yeah. right. It's so funny. I saw a stat the other day, um, from the time Tom Brady, after he after he Tom Brady won his third Super Bowl, since, since then, Calvin Johnson was drafted, retired, and inducted into the Hall of Fame by the time Tom Brady won his seventh Super Bowl. Insane. How, how, that's just an insane stat. <laughs> you, you had a player- In the process
1: of Tom Brady having three Hall of Fame careers. careers. Like that
0: with right. right. Tom Brady has won four more Super Bowls in the time Calvin Johnson was drafted, retired, and, and was in, and being inducted into the Hall of Fame.
1: <laughs> bananas well,
0: i know that's just to me that's just a crazy stat and and quickly i know we're going we're to talk about the, the super bowl here in just a second but the year the awards were announced too any quick issues with the awards guys given out mvp with we what's aaron rogers i think we all thought that derrick henry offensive player of the year aaron donald defensive player of the year and i don't know but your boy jj watt Chris might uh, or he he might be a little bit salty because his brother TJ Watt, that's your book of your Steelers guy, yeah. didn't get the award. TJ Watt technically had almost better had better numbers than Aaron he Donald did. in almost every in almost every category.
2: Right. I think except for Sack Fumble something like that. But in every right. other statistical category that matters was ahead of Jay, was he was ahead of Aaron, Aaron Donald, Donald. Right. Let's stop
1: for a second. Let's stop for a second. Now, both of you guys need to act smarter football wise than this. What is the difference between those two players?
2: Aaron Donald's. I mean, Aaron Donald's a freak. I get that. And it's easy to give him defensive player of the year every year and he gets double team, triple team, all that. But I mean, TJ Watt just had a better year in my TJ opinion.
1: Watt plays on the year. outside as an end. His job is to attack the quarterback almost every single play. So every single play, he gets an opportunity to go back there and get sacks and get strips and get sacks. I mean, so and get tackles for loss. Mm-hmm. That is not what Aaron Donald is asked to do. Aaron Donald is asked to p- move pressure up front, take three sometimes just to keep him uh, uh, idle in some games so that the rest of the team around can do it. Aaron Donald makes guys like TJ Watt have opportunities that they get.
0: I I, that's a fair I I understand your point because yeah he's a defensive tackle compared to an end
1: you're comparing two scenarios to two guys here who play two different positions Where like Aaron Donald will never have those kind of stat numbers at the position he plays it'll it'll never happen uh at least not consistently enough for us to be saying like oh this guy isn't going to overdo that on a the defensive line with the kind of defense around them that the uh, Steelers have TJ Watts probably going to put up seasons like this multiple times through his career
0: right all right so i mean i get it aaron donald is a freak of nature so i mean he's probably he's going to be considered the the defensive Player of the year every single year but let's get into the super bowl recap as we all know tampa bay buccaneers defeated the kansas city chiefs 31 to nine and i'm still a little salty about that margin of victory because i lost my damn bet because the bucks won by too damn much but hey that's for another that's for another time um Man, uh, quickly, I wanted to get your guys' thoughts on the game overall. Uh, well, Ben, what did you just think about the game itself? Like, was it a good game? Some people say, "Ah, oh, it was whack. It wasn't, it was, wasn't as fun. But what do, you, what do you think just about the game itself?
1: Um, I am a super biased Patriots fan who got to watch Tom Brady and, uh, and Rob Gronkowski stunt out here in February, something that I've, you know, over the last X number of years have enjoyed doing (laughs) every single time this time of the year comes around. So I was, I was very excited and enjoyed watching uh, that game come together. And I mean, it's, it wasn't even, it was really the guys from the AFC who kind of did it for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers outside of the defense, right? It was Tom Brady throwing passes to Leonard Fournette throwing passes to rob gronkowski throwing passes to antonio brown uh coming out here and playing against uh, the kansas city chiefs um i think i think the problem was you know people are used to back and forth points right one of the biggest one of the the most highest rated nfl games of the last few years was the rams versus the kansas city chiefs on monday night that went to like over 100 points right and then this same rams (laughs) team goes to the super bowl and is only able to muster three points against the patriots in a d in one of the Best Super Bowls I've ever seen because there's nothing like a chess match, right? Everybody's excited for points. It's nothing like a chess match. Um, right. I thought it was a good game, but didn't. That's not what the Kansas City Chiefs felt.
0: <laughs> oh, I'm sure, Chris. you're quickly just your thoughts on the game in general.
2: Um, yeah, I mean, obviously underwhelmed. I mean, one of the highest scoring prolific offenses in, in league history. You, you know, you're in, you're out now. The Kansas City Chiefs were, were just stunned. They couldn't do anything. Patrick Mahomes ran for almost 500 yards in the game. Uh, and, and going through for less than, uh, and for less than 100, um, which is kind of crazy to think about. So overall, yeah, underwhelming, but it was impressive to see what Todd Bowles, um, what Bruce Arians, what they dialed up, and they were just far more prepared than the Kansas City Chiefs.
0: Yeah, and quick on your stat, you just mentioned, yeah, I saw that same thing as well, too. Before throwing the football, so even not even going above the just running around scrambling, Patrick Holmes ran for 490 yards. Tom Brady ran for 37 which means he had time in the pocket to do whatever he wanted. He yeah. could sit back there, read a book, he could he could have a meal. He I, I think, think he was he, knitting. I think he I was think, crocheting. I but... think he I think he's I think he did his 2020 taxes while he was there. Uh, you know, he was giving shout-outs to his kids in the stands, yo, what I'll see you afterwards. You know what I mean? Like he had time to do whatever he wanted, eat a sandwich, whatever he is. So he had texting, the texting the memes, texting them memes. exactly. Mean. You know what I mean? So he had the time. And and that was really my point when we a couple weeks ago, when we were on the show about it, I said it. I officially I changed my. Remember, all season long, I I had picked Tampa Bay and KC for the Super Bowl. I had picked KC to win, but I changed my pick because the two offensive tackles for KC was out. I said Mahomes was not going to be able to do what he normally does because of that, and we saw that this dude was literally running for his life, as you said, it, and 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 it showed. You know, it that really affected in his entire game. But shout out to the Buccaneers again that uh, Brady wins MVP once again. Um, I, I guess I'll just ask you, Obed, I think I already know where you're going with this. So I'm going to split it into two questions. Is he the quarterback GOAT? And, and then is he the overall football GOAT? So, I mean, is he the greatest quarterback of all time? And then is he the greatest football player of all time? Because that's two different questions.
1: He's the greatest quarterback of all time. I don't know about the greatest football player of all time, but I, I will say that he's he's up there in the list, right? Like, I mean, we have to think about guys uh, like, uh, excuse me, Jerry, uh, Jerry Rice, who, you know all day. Fantastic player. I mean, listen, he's Tom Brady has more Super Bowls now than I guess it's easy to say that he's gone over uh, Joe Montana, but there was something about Joe cool that like you have to, you have to show some respect. And I, (laughs) I I tell people to watch the old NFL man, Otto Graham. If you don't know the story of Otto Graham, you had went back when the, the, uh, see Cleveland Browns or somebody to fear. Uh, you need to go find that story. Otto Graham was a goat. I mean, the guy was a ridiculously good quarterback. Um, but as far as, as the QB goat, Oh, hundred percent, you know, he's getting, he's getting his seventh Super Bowl ring. And the guy people said was better than him. Peyton Manning is going into the hall of fame. I'll let that speak for
0: itself. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. I mean, I'll say, yeah, he probably will be uh, recognized as the greatest quarterback of all time. The greatest football player to me, it's, it is still Jerry Rice. Um, I mean, you have to still consider Lawrence Taylor up there. You have to consider cause he's the greatest linebacker. And so he's in the conversation of a good football player. Even Deion Sanders, probably maybe the greatest cornerback. So he can consider him. Um, you got you got guys like, like Emmett Smith, you know, uh, Walter Payton, things, you know, people like that. But I will say, Brady will probably go down as the greatest quarterback, but greatest football player to me, it's still gonna be Jerry Rice because he's just so far ahead of everyone as far as even statistically speaking. Anyone, no one on the, no one will ever touch Jerry Rice's numbers. Uh, Chris, same questions to you. Greatest quarterback, and then where do you rank him as greatest football player Question.
2: I mean, obviously he's the greatest quarterback of all time, but that's it's not it, guys. Let's it's two amazing, miraculous catches by Giants players away from having nine right so 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 let's be honest here that's not even a question (laughs) greatest football player uh, i think you guys kind of would you guys probably named everyone that i would put up in that list along with him Mm -hmm. um you know maybe maybe add you know um a walter payton in there is someone who i would actually maybe consider um jackson but then when you talk like bo jackson for example and Deion sanders term, now you go into the conversation of ranking sports all-time greatest players of all time and 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 And, and and you know to me, Tom Brady is in that discussion. But if I can indulge you guys real quick, I could actually give you four other people that I would put in that category, probably above Tom Brady or even above any of the other players that you mentioned in the NFL.
1: Go ahead, because I'm Michael I'm going to see Phelps. how many of those you named. Okay, yeah, yeah. That's, one. Mike, that's one. Michael Phelps. Okay.
2: I, knew, Olympics, I knew I knew I knew you were going to say Michael 23. Phelps. Twenty-three. 23 gold medals, guys. Like, let's be honest, okay? I knew like, you were going to say Michael Bol- Phelps. I get that. Usain Just... Bolt, 11-time oh, yeah. okay. world champion. Fastest man, fastest fastest being in history. Guy's right. a freak. But and doesn't Wayne take Wayne contact.
1: It doesn't take contact.
2: Yeah, well, Wayne Gretzky.
1: 100%.
2: NHL's okay. all-time leading points scorer. Yeah. And had, guys, get this, eight heart trophies, which are the MVP for NHL, yeah. Yeah. before the age of 27. Yeah, of dirty,
1: dirty. And then, yeah. Um,
2: <laughs> and then my last one, Floyd. Floyd Money Mayweather 50 Mm -hmm. fights 50 wins 27 by KO right there's four goats that I put above Tom Brady in all sports. okay
0: I mean the the fact that you didn't I I don't know I wouldn't I wasn't you don't even have to say who is above Tom Brady. just in the list I was gonna say the fact that you didn't say Michael Jordan is absurd 100%
1: so I don't
2: I don't I, I don't I would put all four of those guys ahead of Michael Jordan Michael Jordan's there but again, I mean, now we're only talking about you are talking about legacy. Michael Jordan's not an all-time in, in anything any statistical category. He has six titles. Yes, I get it, six or six. But if you really want to go down that route, Bill Russell has eleven. Robert, no, I'm not. Has no, nine. I'm, not talk, I'm not talking. I'm not talking so, about. So I'm not. I don't think goat. You can goat. You have to do certain things, whether it's on an individualistic level or from a team perspective. Where so like Tom Brady's done both. And then every single other person I named there has done something in history that goes down as they hold records or medals or titles or something of all time. Everyone I just named there has something that Jordan does not have in the NBA's perspective.
0: Obed, go ahead, So because I'm going to go in.
1: <laughs> okay, all okay. right. So I will say that if they, I had to put people above him, I was only going to put – Serena Williams. She won the Australian. I, Open I, was, I was Serena on the list. Right. I don't
0: know. If uh, you...
1: Gretzky. I mean, Gretzky was, you know, now he didn't win any uh, championships after he left the Oilers, but the four that he had with the Oilers, the heart trophies, like the gentleman was an absolute monster. And I mean, people, most people don't know that because they don't follow the sport of hockey as much down here while he was doing that in Canada. But I used to live in Canada. You can't walk around and not know who Wayne Gretzky is. Uh, you can't walk around and not know who Bobby Orr is, but that's another conversation.
0: Right. Yeah. Uh,
1: Um, And then I had to put Jordan up there and maybe these statistics are being blown out now because of the, the way that basketball has changed now you can't even hand check anymore jordan was amazing as the best player in his sport at a time when you could get clotheslined like mm-hmm. saturday morning wrestling in mm-hmm. the nba now Absolutely. with guys like lebron james that everybody loves used to be flopopotamus rex and they want to forget that that's like he used to get slapped in the face and then like barrel roll like neymar down the court i was what gonna I say just
0: about. like just like just like so- just like they do in soccer just uh, they, like they do in they, soccer, they get they get elbowed in the chest. The next thing you know, they grabbing their knee. Like, like, well, dude, exactly. What, how and, does
1: it? And this was before this was before meme culture, where we would have turned his ass into a GIF, and we would have been clowning Lebron <laughs> for three. <30 laughs>
0: wait, months. wait, wh- wait, 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 wait. Is it GIF or JIF?
1: Oh, it's actually it Jeff the like the peanut butter. There you go. Yeah, there you go. Give it to the professional sports star to fade and let us know what it is. Um,
0: <laughs> right. But
1: but then I have to go Brady. I would say that he's probably like the number four. I put him over Phelps if I have to put him over Phelps because Phelps didn't doesn't take contact. Yes. What Phelps did is amazing. And it, you know, but
0: Tom well, Brady Athletic perspective Phelps is up there, dude are you
2: kidding me he, he doesn't take a hits senior span yes like, but he doesn't, doesn't
1: take hits he doesn't take hits amount, he's never going to miss a of, game because of a torn acl right the amount he's
2: of a... swimming that, that michael phelps did in his life like the amount of miles on his body in that and swimming i know it's not a contact sport i get that yes but like the, the mental like the guy went through mental health issues because of how stressful it was being michael phelps like Tom Brady was uh, yeah, going to know.
1: see a sports psychologist at University of Michigan before he was even a starter. So let's not talk about mental health. All these guys who want to attain that have gone through something. Yeah, You need to do your homework on Tom Brady. People don't know that shit. Um, 28,
2: <laughs> 28 medals. That's 28 amazing. It's amazing. Medals.
1: Without contact, like Tom Brady has to take hits for years through the, in the sport that he plays. People trying to hurt him. People trying to hit him. Right, and, and I, then I, get up I, and I, and I
2: don't go. put Roger Federer up there probably before I, put, before I put Michael Jordan. Just being That's honest. That's fair. Greatest That's fair. player of all time. I just,
1: uh, Serena Williams is the greatest
2: tennis player. But, but Serena Williams. Get hit. Roger
1: Federer doesn't get hit. Serena, Serena, Williams, Williams, get hit. Is, Serena Williams is the greatest football. Uh, excuse me, tennis player of all yeah, time.
2: Football. She's a linebacker tennis, right tennis.
1: now. She could be. She could be. She could be. Imagine, I can see. I can see. She could hit somebody imagine, with a stiff arm. Imagine hurt.
0: you coming across the middle. You see Serena out there. Mm. I don't want I'm that. Ducking, want, I'm ducking. I don't want that smoke. I'm making I a business
1: decision. I'm making a business
0: decision. <laughs> I, I,
2: I, I hear one. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Dude, I'm not, no, nah, I don't want no parts of that, son. Um, Dude, uh, you, know, yeah. you know one who we're forgetting? And I, yeah. you kind of mentioned the sport, Chris, boxing, Muhammad Ali. We have to put, I mean, I get it. Mayweather is 50 No, I love Mayweather. I love Mayweather, okay? Yeah. But you, I think you have to put Muhammad Ali for what he did, what he was doing at that time. Muhammad Ali is one of the greatest, great, greatest sports figures of all time. He's
1: 11 and three against all of the Hall of Famers they've put in that he boxed against.
2: I think, I think with Ali, though, it's more of a nostalgia thing. And because of what he was as a pop culture icon, what he did outside of the sport of boxing, which we all know, leaving, you know, wouldn't go to the Army. So he, he, he had his prime taken away from him. Uh, what he did for social justice issues. I think those are kind of things, the aura of Ali, that makes him appear greater than what he w- was, in my opinion. And again, my opinion of this GOAT you have to have done something statistically individually before a team that just as a record that no one is touching. So that's mm-hmm. why I had Mayweather. As I a get coach, But hey,
0: 50, and no, I get it. But Muhammad Ali was 56 and five with 37 knockouts. I don't think that's anything to sleep on. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you, know, you know what I mean? Uh, and and, and,
1: and uh, I'm sorry. Could I, no, Ali Ali was boxing guys. Ali wasn't uh, running around the ring, not taking a hit. The way that Floyd is winning game, winning fights by decision all of the time. Yes, it's boxing, but mm-hmm. he's not taking as much contact as some of these other boxers.
0: He's not, but I will say though, for, and to, just for, you know, the, to oppose that, op-ed really quick. The thing about Floyd, Mather, yes, he's he's a defensive fighter. Everyone forgets that he's probably the, the best defensive fighter we see we've ever seen. And you also have to remember what? How do you? What's the way to win boxing? Knock him out. Not, yeah, or not Knock or get not get hit. hit.
1: Not get hit. hit. No.
0: you can't yeah. lose if you don't get hit, right? It's fair. <laughs> It's fair. So you can't really be mad at that. (laughs) If me and you you are fighting right now, and if I don't don't hit you, I'm probably not going to win that fight. (laughs) If only
1: Iron Mike Tyson was born in 1994. But I digress. I digress. (laughs) I agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You want to talk about somebody who could save the sport of boxing? Just haymaking. Just sending guys to see Jesus every
0: week. Dude, The fights were ending within 30 seconds.
2: (laughs) Guys
1: are falling at the raid. And
2: people were paying $50 for that.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And watching all of it.
2: I'll, I'll pay $50 for that right now. Let's go. Dude, <laughs> 100%. 100%. It's just, it's yeah. It's insane. <laughs> that, Jr., that was the greatest thing I've ever seen. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: that was so good. So oh, good. my God. But getting back to the Super Bowl quick. Um, I mean, to me, the biggest factor of it all was, uh, to me, was definitely the offensive – was all, with all, Kansas City's offensive line not being able to protect Mahomes. And the defensive front of Tampa Bay, as I said, would get that pressure. I mean, they were just after him all all night long. But I mean, it was it was still it was still a heck of a game. I mean, but man, it was just ongoing. Um, they only sacked technically sacked Mahomes three times only because, as Chris Godwin was called on tape saying, Patrick Mahomes was a magician. He was literally falling over, tumbling down, upside down, behind the back, throwing the ball away.
2: He threw from a horizontal level, like he was parallel with. The ground and threw it thirty-five yards and hit Tyreek Hill
1: in the face. <laughs> he's, a, he's a baseball player. He's a baseball player, but I, I mean, at, I at mean, some point, you have to stop giving him credit for that because that's what baseball players do every week. Like that is, he's just throwing yes, the first don't. base. But, but
2: we've they, got baseball players that played professional football, um, you know, Tom Brady, Dion Sanders, but but, but, but yeah, baseball, Tom Brady, There you go, right? and they don't throw it like drafted
0: that. Drafted by the Minnesota Twins. <laughs> but baseball <laughs> players player. don't do that with two three hundred pound dudes tackling them. There's a difference.
1: That's fair, okay. but he wasn't going to tackle. He was flying through the air, and he threw the ball to a spot. That's a baseball move. And he's going to be the baseball player with a very, very accurate arm, like a baseball player does, and he's going to be nimble. Now, when he stops being nimble and he has to make those throws, get at me. When he, when he makes the Eli Manning four guys on you, Vince Wilfork has you by your jersey, and you put it on a spot for a guy to catch it by his helmet. Okay, but Patrick Mahomes hasn't done enough in the league for the hype that he gets right now
0: people were saying he's going to, he's going to be the next, he's going to be the next go He's going to be the greatest. I mean, I don't know if you agree with that, Chris at all. How good can he really be?
2: I mean, I still have at this point, um, obviously Tom Brady is just a different thing. Uh, I still have Aaron Rodgers as just an overall better quarterback than than Mahomes, but it's damn close guys. And it's getting closer every year. And I, I agree with Obed. We got to see as time goes on. Um, I'm sorry, what was the question Mister Sherman sure I got? Because I thought about Aaron Rodgers. And I, <laughs> no,
0: I, w- I was just saying, well, I mean, really, what's the, what was the biggest factor in the game for you? But really, I was more asking you about Mahomes. Like, where do you see him being? Like, people were saying he was already going to be considered the, the GOAT. But where do you – how good do you really see Mahomes being?
2: I mean, he can never be the GOAT. Um, you, you now lost to who we all consider the GOAT at age 43. It doesn't <laughs> matter if Mahomes goes on and wins five or six more um okay so you would still so let's say let's say say Mahomes wins 10 Super Bowls let's
0: just say he wins 10 Super Bowls goes there 14 times and wins 10 Super Bowls and he wins seven MVP awards he can't be better than Brady just because he lost to him one one time
2: in a Super Bowl let me ask let me ask you this because I know how much you guys both love your MJ if LeBron goes and wins seven titles and that would put him at I think 13 or 14 times going would he be the GOAT I didn't know. I'm. I'm just asking you. I didn't say there was going to be a fact. I just asking you. I don't think he would be. I know. I, just, I think that's the same. I think that's the same question. So a lot of people will never make LeBron the goat, no matter what, right? Mm. So I think even if Bra- even if Mahomes does what you just said, mm. I think people will still call Tom Brady the goat. Okay. my opinion.
0: No, that, that's that's fair. That's I'm pretty. I literally was just just throwing it out there, and that's fine. If you want to put Tom Brady as the goat by all means do it, you know, but I mean, how many more can he win, dude? Cause he's what he's going to play. till he's, wait, he says he's 45. He wants to play too. Oh, bed. How many more you think he can win?
1: I think he could win one more. Um, this was without an offseason. He wasn't able to play. Uh, wasn't really able to instill the kind of stuff with his pass catchers that he likes to. Uh, but apparently you talk to people, his entire stamp was all over that team. The desire to win. Uh, I think there was, a, there was a defensive player. I think it was Levante David was crying in the back after the, the NFC championship game. And he came out to him and he said, what the F are you crying for? We're not done yet. Right? Like that kind of mentality of like, we're not, we're not going to finish until we are dead. We're not going to stop until everything, the ashes are there, right? Until the bones are rotten, right? We're not done yet. Uh, it is, it is a, it is, you know, like he says, there's a mental health aspect there. Well, that person is just not Come, they're not done they're not they're not satisfied with just enough um so i think he's got one more in him uh i don't know about what's going to happen the, the last year because it's only a two-year contract he would have to re-up his contract uh i wouldn't be put it out of his way for him to try to go to back to the patriots or another team so he can finish out his career who knows um uh but to the point about patrick mahomes uh and you know one of the things that was a biggest factor for this game Yes, they had offensive line problems. They, uh, Patrick Mahomes couldn't uh, set and make throws. Defensive scheme-wise, they had a shadow on Kelsey at all times. It chipped him at the line. They had a shadow on Hill, so they had two over the top of him all the time. Okay, Kelsey, 10 for 133. Hill, 7 for 73. Both accounting for 76.3% of the passing output for uh, Patrick Mahomes in that game. You have got to do better than that. If you want to be the GOAT, Miko Hardman has to be your number one guy because you have to know that they're going to be checking for the. He's only throwing the two guys. If
0: right, yeah. If
1: Kelsey and and Hill are not there, what is Patrick Mahomes going to do? You have to get Sammy Watkins involved. You have to get Miko Hardman involved. You have to get these other tertiary players involved.
0: They were double teaming uh, Kelsey and Hill most majority of the time, if I'm not mistaken, when they were running downfield because they knew that the D line would get the pressure on on Mahomes. You know. I mean it was kind of just sad. And then meanwhile, Tom Brady sitting in the back in the back of the in the back of the uh, uh, offense just, just straight chilling. He he had a decent game throwing going twenty-one of twenty-nine for only two one, but a three scores.
1: But look at who he threw through those two, right? The, the the number one and number two option, if you go back to the last two years of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers before Tom showed up was Mike Evans and Chris Godwin. Mm-hmm. Those guys weren't, were, were they They knew. They was like, you guys aren't going to be the stars. They're going to be looking for you. They're going to they, be jumping for know, you.
0: Evans had one grab. Godwin's had two grabs for, for nine yards. They did right? nothing.
1: Well, when you come into well, the well, Super Bowl, you have to have a plan yeah. that includes everything they're not expecting to see. And that's not what the Kansas City Chiefs did for all the talk of Andy Reid being the smart guy.
2: Well, not only is Tom Brady the, the GOAT of you know, quarterbacks, arguably the GOAT uh, in, in NFL history, he might be the greatest GM in NFL history, because <laughs> not only does he go out and actively recruit guys, i.e. Antonio Brown, but he also attracts people, and he attracts people to come play with him to win championship at a discount. That's a GM's best friend right there. Tom Brady is the GOAT of GMs.
1: he he was he was making belichick's job easy for a long time because belichick just had terrible drafts year in and year out and guys would want to come play with tom for cheap and make and make super bowls i mean it's what it is
2: i mean his fourth round you know north dakota south university state fullback that bill belichick would get someone like that was was, was, that wasn't a good draft pick come on
0: (laughs) not at all not at all Mm -hmm word right dude picking dudes out of like the middle of nowhere uh missouri and stuff like that you know a community college malcolm sure, butler but said, worked out
1: alabama tech worked out
2: yeah sure my, i remember when you were playing f- that football that semi-professional pro league there in long island i swear i saw belichick one day I dude, I dude, he probably was there dude
0: <laughs> i'm telling you dude sign me up sign me up bb i'm, I'm ready son i'm ready ready, ready to do
1: my job ready to do my job yo
0: i i'll hold the gatorade cooler i don't care as long as i'm getting paid son as long as i get paid i don't give a damn <laughs> you know i don't care but man um so i mean we talked about brady he could probably win more and more I think we all agree on that but can kansas city get back to the super bowl chris i mean i think they're in it for the long haul obviously with Mahomes, can kansas city get back here
2: yeah, they're going to have some issues here in a year or so with their uh, with their roster and just being able to pay everyone. But overall, as long as Mahomes is there um, and Andy Reid and him, they obviously have a great connection. So I think they're set for the long haul. I mean, I would imagine they get back to at least two or three more minimum.
0: Right. right. I mean, I think fair to say with Mahomes at the helm, I think they're going to be a contender every single season, I would say, right? I mean, it's, I think it's fair to say that. So awesome. yeah, we'll see how that goes. Um, I wanted to get, so as we wrap up this 2020 football year, um, I know Ben, you and I have kind of going through this entire season, like, you know, each, each and every week, which has been great. Um, and Chris, thank you for joining us each time as well, too. But I wanted to get your guys' thoughts on, let's make some bold prediction for the 2021 football season. So I wanted to get what you guys' thoughts on, what, who are your teams if you think you're going to be in the Super Bowl next year? And then who's going to win it all? And maybe even get your uh, MVP uh, uh, picks out there. So, Obed, I'll start with you. Of course, my partner and co-host here on What's the Word Entertainment. Let me go to you first, Obed, and then I'll let Chris join, and then I'll get my picks in here. So, 2021, who the, who is the AFC winner, who's your NFC winner, and who wins it all?
1: I'm going to say Bills and Packers. And, and then I'll say the Packers are going to win it.
0: Okay. Okay. All right. All right, Chris, Chris, you look like you're upset. What's going on
2: here? Yes, I'm upset, obed. Why did you read my notes before the show? Like, are you serious? Like I was <laughs> I, got spies, say- I got Chinese spies, Zog.
1: I got Chinese spies out there.
2: literally going to say the exact same thing. I mean, gosh, I know this is a debate show, but that was very anticlimactic. Um, <laughs> no. I had, I, had, I had the Bills and the Packers, wow, and here's my funny. bold prediction. Packers were going to win too, and then after that Aaron Rodgers wins MVP, rides off into the sunset with his new beautiful fiance, Shailene Woodley. Boom. Ooh. I said it. So Aaron, you're saying Aaron Rodgers not only wins back-to-back MVP awards, but he wins. No, no, no. No, no I don't think he wins league MVP. Oh, you're um, Super Bowl MVP. I, I actually think okay, okay, I Super actually, Bowl. my my dark horse there is is Staffer for next year. Uh, but I think in the Packers, Bills, Super Bowl, Packers, Rodgers wins Super Bowl MVP, Sayonara. Wow. Oh, okay. I
0: mean, that's that's a good that's a good one. Yeah, oh, I mean, oh. yeah, it, it's definitely a a bold one there. Um, for me, dude, you know, here's the thing. I would love to pick my Buffalo Bills um to get to get to the promised land, but I think as long as Kansas City. Has Mahomes and has that same roster. They're probably going to keep that roster intact. And Andy Reid is a more successful and a smarter coach than Sean McDermott. So I'm going to say Kansas City out of the AFC, but I will probably agree with you guys and go with the Green Bay Packers out of the NFC as long as they can sure up that you know get a little get a, give Aaron Rodgers maybe a little a couple more weapons. Maybe th- this year's draft they actually draft a damn wide receiver instead of a quarterback in the first round. <laughs> Which we is can hope. We can only hope. On don't yeah, count on it. I know, right? Yeah, right. So we'll see how that goes. Um, but, yeah, I will say Kansas City and Green Bay. And I'm going to say Kansas City and Kansas City again. And Mahomes wins Super Bowl MVP. But for the league MVP, you know, I'm going to say Russell Wilson next year. I'm going to say Russell Wilson last year. I think he's going to start doing Russell Wilson things once again. So I want to say Russell Wilson for league MVP. Uh, bet, I don't think he, your league MVP. Who do you say for 2021 would be?
1: A whole league MVP. Man, that's rough. Um you know, with a full with a full season, off season, and a chance to do the kind of things he likes to do, I'm going to go with Tom Brady because they was really hampered that uh, the first half of the season before the bye week, he wasn't able to call his offense the way he wanted to. I think proving to them that second half of the the season, I think they're like five games, he threw ten, ten touchdowns, had two interceptions, they won all their games. Uh, I think having an off season to instill the stuff he wants to do with Antonio Brown, uh, you just it's just hard for me to see how people are going to match up against them, and he likes to play with the target on his back
0: all right all right i like the bold prediction so we'll see how that goes uh folks i think that is going to do it for us this week here on what's the word entertainment uh chris thank you for joining as our guest once again any uh final thoughts or any words for the people chris
2: uh everyone just stay safe and healthy and and at the same time get out
0: and enjoy life yep i'll I'll, I'll bet any last words for the people here
1: Uh, guys just take care of each other enjoy this black history month stay safe be healthy
0: yes sir yes sir uh, folks, thank you guys. For, thank you for tuning in. Once again, whether you're listening on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Spotify, uh, we appreciate you. Also, don't forget to check us out on Twitter at the WWENT for our guest, Chris, for my co host, Obed. I am Sherm. We will catch you guys next time. Peace.
1: Peace.